The World Show with Nikki B. And if you missed it live, catch the podcast on kaya959.co.za. Right now, I'm joined by our second special guest. Welcome, Francois Fenter. Hello, Nikki. Good to have you on the World Show. It's a pleasure. I've been, I've been so excited to be here. Yes, and you are the Cultural Programs Director Coordinator. Coordinator of the Gutta uh, Institute in Johannesburg. That's right. We, yes. uh, we do different things. We do language training, which I have nothing to do with, though I do speak German, but then we've got cultural programs. And we've got a small team of people in the office who work with our director, who's at the moment Dr. Asma Diakite, and we develop all sorts of projects and host things and support things, anything that's got to do with culture. Yes. So so your side, as you say, with I think with all these kind of institutions, like the Good Institute, the language is a very big part. Yes. But what is your role? I mean, and how is your role defined in um, a, an organization from another country, if I can put it that right. way? Um, what is your role? How is your role defined as as a cultural worker uh, representing, I suppose, both countries? Yes, in my case, that is how it works because I've uh, and in fact, we've got Goethe Institutes in thirteen other countries in sub-Saharan Africa, and you know, my colleagues in different African countries have the same experience. Most of them come from the countries where they are employed and found one way or another into German culture and, and uh, what, is, what, is, what is surrounded by, you know, surrounding that. And then, you know, you, play, you get to play, I suppose, in the first place, some kind of a mediator role between these two cultures, which sometimes are surprisingly similar and sometimes are bewilderingly different. Yes. And there are different agendas, there are different, um, even within these cultural institutes, there are different ways of thinking about the work that we do. Um, some of my colleagues, for example, think about impact a lot. Uh, I, I find impact quite a, a, a kind of a kind of a brute force kind of metaphor you know yes. I, I i like to think about um catalysts yes. you know like a tiny bit of something which you can introduce which under the right conditions can lead to something completely different yes the and, and and i mean on that level just to get more of an understanding yes. so this is a sometimes bringing uh, uh, bringing creative projects uh from germany yes and sometimes um uh, uh, representing the Southern African thing locally and in Germany. Yes. And sometimes collaborations. Formats. Sometimes collaborations. But uh, I'm very happy to say that I've been at Goethe since 2011 now and it's been a wonderful time for me to be at the Goethe Institute because during this period we have been able to convince our institution that the most meaningful contribution that we could make as a Goethe Institute to South African culture is to actually contribute to South African culture. So, so yes, we do represent in different ways. A few years ago, we had a German brass band called Moita at, uh, uh, at Bushfire, and it was on fire, you know, yes, really it was. Yes. But we've, we've had the opportunity in different ways to support things that are looking at South African musical heritage or 
you know, the, the stimulating of, of, of township economies, one of our projects, um, and with GPS, making money available to go and put art projects in places where under other circumstances it would never have happened. Yes, the Goethe Project Space, GPS. GPS yeah. Yes. Now, before we move on to this current yes. call for funding, which is really why I'm excited to have you here because I know there's a lot of creatives who are family members of the World Show. But I want to look at what you've done at the, in the past, yes. some, of, some of the amazing projects that you've been involved in in the past as, 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 uh, as you know, uh, giving funding to certain projects. Right. What have you done? What have you focused on? Which of the arts? All right. Um, well, I think the first thing I should say is that, um, you know, because we've got a number of projects running, I'm di- more directly involved in some than others. But I'm going to try and give you an overview of some of the most interesting ones. Let's start with the first thing your question was, what discipline? We don't care what discipline. In fact, we are quite interested very often in people who are creating things that completely step outside of disciplines. For example, we had a collaboration with the Johannesburg International Mozart Festival for a number of years where each year, four young composers from South Africa would be invited to work with an artist in a different discipline. Yes. And they would then each compose in collaboration with an artist from a different discipline, a short piece of music which would then be performed at the Mozart Festival. Oh, amazing, yes. We've often worked with online formats, with digital formats. We work in the gaming sphere. We've had gaming exhibitions from, uh, from uh, a, a, a German institute that develops I suppose you could say the interface between fine arts and, you know, computer games. Yes. We've had those kind of things. Um, Sometimes we've had wonderful DJs just play at the Goethe Institute as part of something bigger. Yes. Sometimes we organize conferences, uh, like the African Futures Conference from about, what was that, seven or eight years ago, that eventually had quite a lot of knock-on effects because, you know, the whole... Afrofuturist thing was something that was interesting and in the imagination at that time. But also people were already critical of the concept. So we had such yes. nice discussion, but with artists there and, you know, academics and, and, and activists and whatever. So uh, everything, we've got yes. a little gallery, we support different kinds of art projects. So it could also be, it could be kind of your class can I, can I use the word, you know, the classic arts? I could yes. just be, um, you know, a person who composes music or is an actor and has a, a, a theatre piece or, or whatever. Or it could be completely innovative um, and unexpected. I think the, the best way to answer that question is to say that each project we do, we frame and aim at a particular type of work that we'd like to yes. see. So... Um, you know, we have the Enrique Gross Art Prize, which is an annual award to an artist from sub-Saharan Africa. So there we are looking at sort of young to mid-career artists who are starting to break into the international level. And that's where that call goes out. With other projects, um, we try and make the call as open as possible, as it is with GPS, where we say uh, the idea is about bringing a project to a place what the discipline is, 
is what you need to bring to that. Yes, you know, you your need choice to bring of medium. Yes. And a concept, a creative impulse that's going to actually set something alight there. In other cases, we would develop projects as part of the work of the Goethe Institute. We try and work as much as possible with Goethe Institutes in other countries because that's one of the best ways of bringing people together. Yes. So uh, two years ago, for example, there was an international exhibition mounted by the Goethe Institute about electronic dance music. And they said to us, do you know of someone who create a digital work for us? So we invited Racht Lassane, who is an academic at WITS and a wonderful DJ himself. Um, uh, yeah, so he created a film called Sodio. Yes. And, you know, it was a film that sort of traced the origins of the Sodio story that then eventually becomes the Quieto song. Yes. And... That is now on tour internationally as part of that. It's called Techno Worlds, that yes. exhibition. But then here in, in, in South Africa, uh, Ra worked with us and we did screenings of his documentary in the places where it was filmed. Amazing. In Soweto at, yes. at the White House. Yes. And uh, in my king uh, uh, up on the, uh, 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 sorry, in, uh, in, uh, um, uh, in Mamalodi up in, uh, up in the mountain in my king. Yes. Um, so, again, depending on the type of project it is, we will approach different types of people or we invite different types of creatives or organizations to make contributions. Beautiful. Well, we're going to speak about the current call for uh, uh, applications for funding, but I think let's uh, play a track of uh, somebody who has been a recipient, uh, a Malcolm Tleko. Um Tell us what Malcolm did a past, as a past recipient. A musical project? Yes, it was a musical project um, this year in uh, collaboration with um, a number of musicologists um, and uh, uh, musicians um, we had um, uh, uh, we had um, Madala Kunene working together with Temba Mokwena and by some interesting coincidence this year also we had a music project in Friedefort where we had Minyatso Matole working together with um, some older musicians like Andile Yanana and a number of younger musicians. So we had these two projects happening, one in KwaZulu-Natal, one in the Orange Free State. But interestingly, in both cases, we had a situation where we were bringing together um, um, uh, a situation where older, established, venerated musician musicians had a chance to work with younger musicians and to present their work in communities. Yes. So definitely a legacy uh, projects that are happening directly or indirectly. Um, yes. I think it's that's why I like to speak about catalysts. You know, catalysts. I love they have that word. Magic working. Yes. You know, you sometimes you can't even see how yes. it works. Let's throw all those ingredients together, and let's see what taste it brings to us. Kind of feeling. Something like that. I saw on YouTube the other day. There's an enzyme in liver that uh, sets off a reaction in acetone. 
It's somewhere in your body. Yes. So apparently if you chop liver up very, very, very much and you put it in a test tube with acetone, you actually have an explosion. There we go. That's a catalyst. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Francois Fenter from the Kutte Institute with us. Let's hear this one from Malcolm Fleco. Uh, it's a single he just released not so long ago. The track is called Gogo and I find it so beautiful. How absolutely beautiful. Yes, Malcolm Leco. The track is Gogo. And of course, it's because of his work with the Goethe Institute that I have now uh, come to know the work of Malcolm. You see? So there's many ways <laughs> that it inspires. One thing leads to another, Your Honor. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how it happened. Uh, uh, I actually first met Malcolm in Durban, there is an art center where a, a project was presented with Badala, again working with younger musicians, and Malcolm happened to pass by to come and see the concert, and we met and we chatted, and the next year there was a lovely proposal in the box from yes. Malcolm. <laughs> Beautiful. Well, and Malcolm and Catherine Olsen. Yeah, yes. But, you know, yes. that's but how it works. That's how it works, yeah. and, and get involved. Now, this mm. year's call... In the past, you've given a, a certain amount um, to artistic projects. Yes. Um, and I suppose often it's a spearheading amount, if you like. Yes, uh, very much seed funding. Uh, yes. In fact, I think the biggest challenge we've had with getting people to who ask us, what do you need to see in a good production? Yes. The biggest problem has been getting people to think small enough for what you can actually do. We put it up this year. There's, it's not only inflation, but it was clear that we should rather uh, give, at the moment the grant is for 105,000. It was 70,000 until this year. Yes. We, we had to do fewer projects, which always breaks our hearts, but it was clear that, that one needed just a little bit more to just pull off something really small and tiny and beautifully curated. Yes. And that's what the emphasis is on. And do you consider projects that are small and tiny and beautifully created? Yes. But that you p foresee as having further reach. Yes. That they could live on on their own afterwards. Or is that not necessarily uh, one of the criteria? No, that's, uh, it's not a criteria, but because we have such a strong emphasis on the right project for the right place at the right time for yes. the right community. When a project happens... For example, what was it now? Two years ago, we d we supported a project called uh, Zincoquana's Dream in uh, in New Brighton Township, and um, it was performed outside the Red Location Museum, which, due to a series of unfortunate events, is currently closed and in quite a dreadful condition. But we did the performance, or they did the performance, right in front of the closed museum. Yes. And some of the neighbors who had been involved in the, the controversy around the center were indeed audience members themselves, you know. Now, in a case like that, that there wasn't enough 
excitement there. But down the road, we supported a, a second project in uh, New Brighton around two important memorials to historical events. And there we have a situation where the performance has been repeated again and again after the initial performances because there is actually a genuine need, even if it is just from a couple of local school classes, to see beautifully made little theatre work that talks about something that, I think in some cases a lot of people walk past on a daily basis without actually knowing what it is. Yes. Yeah, so beautiful. Yeah, yes. so there are those so, examples. Again, the space becomes very important. But That's I think right. one of the differences and correct me if I'm wrong, mm. but from mm. what I'm picking up and I'm just going to tell everyone that the call is now open. So you too, if you've got an amazing project, you can apply for the GPS or the Goethe Institute project space project grant for the amount of 105,000. But for me, there's, I won't say but, and for me, (laughs) there is something that's a little bit different about Mm -hmm. this year's call, not just that the, the, the money has increased. Yes. Uh, and I think in a, in, a, in a sense it also makes sense why. But that there has to be a rural element towards your project or the, con, and the, the conception of your project. Yes. This is something new. Well, um, from the start with this project, maybe just a short history of how the Please. GPS happened. Um, Please. Goethe Project Space, I always have to say, but it's so nice for me to call it GPS because when people say, why GPS? I say, well, it's like GPS, you know. Anywhere you go, it can be. Yes. Right. So <laughs> It'll get I'll, you there. Right. <laughs> so when I started working at the Goethe Institute in 2011, at that time we had a little um, multi-purpose space in Mabuneng called Goethe on Main. And with the kind of funding that we now use for GPS, we would... Um, choose a number of projects each year and then invite people to come do something there. Now, because of my personal history, I've spent a lot of time traveling through the country. uh, And it's extremely important to me to see the kinds of cultural expression uh, that this country needs to, to feed off and produce more most of that energy comes from places outside of the cities and the cities always suck everything in and give so little back. Also for artists, uh, it's very often really impossible to go and spend, I don't know, two or three weeks working with people in some remote area. So it was clear to me that that was what was not being supported. Yes. So... Beyond the cities, beyond the major cities. So we gave up our lease at Mabuneng, um, and that was also something which, you know, took its natural course. But then we said, okay, we're going to take that money and we're going to support projects in the country. But in the first few years, we still had lots of proposals coming from Johannesburg and from Cape Town. And, you know, no matter how hard we were trying to you know, if it is in Johannesburg, then maybe something, you know, on the other side of Soweto, you know, yes. or, you know, um, but year after year, we've been saying more and more, we need this project to move right out of the metropolis, yes. right? Uh, partially also because 
until now, virtually all the most successful projects have happened in tiny little communities far away from, you know, the big economy, the big money. Yes. So, in other words, and let's, let's, let's bring it bring it to a very practical perspective. Right. We're going to explain to you how you can apply, which mm-hmm. is, a, is a, you know, a simple process. But just to sum up from what my experience of having read uh, the call for proposals uh, for 2024, right. and by the way, the deadline is on the 1st of September. So you've got a full month to put it down and apply for this year's uh, uh, funding application. But... From what I've read about yes. it, it has to be a project that either exists in a rural space or it could be a collaboration between the urban and the rural. Is that correct? That is correct. Um, you know, a project can't happen in a vacuum. There has to be a place and a people to look after it. For example, this year in Hamburg, we had a, a poet's uh, uh, um, uh, wo- uh, um, residency. Yes. And they were in Hamburg in the Eastern Cape. Uh, uh, just a really beautiful place. Serene. But there was a situation where women from that area never have the opportunity to talk about their stories. And so the project happened. But without the Case Kama Art Trust in Hamburg acting as a home for the project the it wouldn't have been practically possible in this case but also the relationship between the Ubuntu development agency yes. and Hamburg comes from previous projects where already they'd been coming to Hamburg to work yes. so we're looking for situations where uh, you know if you're working in a remote area it could either be somebody coming home to do something. Yes. Um, or yes. it could be somebody who's developed a special relationship with a certain place. Uh, for example, Lindiwe Machikis are working together with Grace Papela and they create a film and we support the premiere of the film in Grace's home village of Chachaning. Yes. Uh, near Polokwane. Yes. In other cases, it is possible that there might be an artist who is already or a creative person who is already based in a particular area. Yes. But who year in and year out is not able to generate enough money to take an idea that they've got where they've been working already and take that to the next level. Yes. So it's got to include... In some way, it's got to be either um, solely uh, done and experienced within a rural or it's got to be um, an exchange Correct. between urban and rural. But what is important is that we want to see these projects happening in places where I recently said to somebody who asked me about it, you know, when they said, what kind of effect would you like the impact we're thinking about impact again you know what kind of effect would you like it to have and I said you know if you come back there five years later and you say you remember that time when I want everybody to be able to go yes I remember it yes it was significant it had a meaning absolutely yeah so that's that's for me the 
the magic ingredient we're looking for. And I think you're right because uh, in many ways we are spoiled, especially in a metropolis like Johannesburg or, or even Gauteng as a whole. Mm. We are spoiled and we don't realize that there isn't this access to the arts in uh, across most of the rest of the country. You know, if you're a musician or a DJ that goes to perform, let me say, in Kwakwa, for example. Right. Wow, that is something so special for the people who live in Kwakwa because they don't have, they can't just go to any, uh, you know, any weekend they can pop in and see live jazz somewhere. Yes. This is something that is very significant. It is also significant because, and there are huge exceptions, please, there are huge exceptions, but many rural communities are profoundly demoralized. Yes. And, you know, part of that demoralization is a complete absence of a sense of this is who we are. Yes. This is how we feel about our people, our place. This is our experience. Correct. And so art is not going to fill anyone's belly. Yes. Uh, and a, a creative economy may. Yes. And we may contribute to that also. But an art project can actually make a contribution to, to, to that sense of, of dreadful demoralization. Yes. It, because it doesn't have to be like that. Yes. But the circumstances we've been ground down over yes. decades. Again, it can be a catalyst, not just, but for other things to happen, for that sense of purpose. Well, my ears were breaking up when yes. I was listening to Nomi uh, yes. before this, uh, before yes. this interview, uh, my yes. interview, because because what the kinds of things she's talking about is exactly the kinds of things that could be set off yes. by you know uh, by a project like this. Let's hear another track yes. from a previous recipient. Uh, you mm -hmm. did touch on it. You did mention one of our great guitarists, Menyatsa Matole. And when we come back on the other side of this uh, track, then from Francois is going to explain exactly how you can access uh, the uh, application form and apply because I know you've got something special happening in a space that is beyond the urban experience we are used to in Joburg. Kaya959. We were chatting so much in the background <laughs> that I almost forgot the song was finishing. <laughs> that is Marabi performed live by Minyatso Matola uh, of the album Minyatso Matole live in Cape Town. And of course, he's been a recipient of a grant previously. Francois Fenter, thank you for joining us now. Where can people go to access uh, these applications for Right. Let's sit down in front of our computer and we type in www.goethe.de backslash GPS. Yes. So it's goethe.de backslash GPS. That will take you to a page on the Goethe Institute South Africa website where you'll find a description of the project, uh, information about the application process. And last year we thought, what could we still do? And we got somebody shooting me sitting there trying to, as clearly as possible, explain how to fill in this application. But the application, from what I've seen, is yes. pretty straightforward. You shouldn't have a problem. Um, it it's, should be. Yes. If I can just take you through basically what is it. We need 
a one paragraph description of what is the concept, the core of it. What are you going to do? Then you need to be able to provide us with information about who you are, uh, the place where you are going to do the project. Then you need to give us a longer description of uh, exactly how the project works in your first paragraph. You've just given the bare bones of the idea in your longer paragraph. You develop it further with details. We need to know things like timelines, uh, uh, you know, and then we need to see from you a good budget. What does a good budget mean? It means that it is accurate, that it covers the areas that you realistically need to cover in order to do the project you say you're going to do. And most importantly, that the scope of the work that you are planning to undertake is not so large that your budget could never ever cover it. So your budget needs to be appropriate and in proportion to what we have to offer. And to what you want to achieve. And exactly, and what you want to achieve. Yes. After that, you need to have a letter from the place where you're going to bring your project. Now, that place may be a community center. It may be a school. It could be a religious place. Yes. In some cases, we've had the local counselor for a certain place say, I will support this, and the project never sees the inside of a building. Yes. Right? Yes. So, so there you might have to be creative. Who is the place. Yes. But or you, is it the chief correct. of that area? Yes. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. Whoever it is that you need to show us, I've got somebody there will say, I welcome this project. I can support this project. Yes. You I've, need to, I've accepted you to work with my community or to come correct. back home or quite whatever. Correct. And then looking at the budget, in some cases, you as a guest need to provide resources so that you don't exhaust your host, right? Yes. And that needs to be budgeted in. Yes. In other cases, your host is rich and you would like your host to give you some things, yes. right? That needs to be reflected in the budget. Yes. Or you might have the possibility of getting another sponsor or a funder. Correct. And this is seed funding, but you've already got, uh, uh, in principle, the go-ahead from someone else. Talking about seed funding, I would like to um, uh, also advise people, don't think so big that you need a million rand. If you get... Uh, on my side, if I get a proposal that says I need a million rand, I'll take your 100,000 and the other 90 is coming from other yes. proposals which are still pending. You leave me with the dilemma that I have no guarantee the other money is going to come through. Yes. So if I give you the funding and the other money doesn't come through, maybe your project is not the one that, sh that, it, that should have been supported. Maybe I should yes. have. So that's the first thing. Or, or if you've got a million-dollar project, yeah. but you think, how can I kickstart this okay. with a small component? Exactly. So, for example, Temba Dredza Malaza, he did a beautiful graffiti project in Mofolo Village last year. Now, he's been talking for years with people in the, in the uh, graffiti community about creating an annual graffiti event. But the event that he did with us was his opportunity to present the best case scenario of a beautiful Soweto graffiti event. 
And that put him in a position to then put forward a proposal for that thing to happen again and again yes. and again. So that would be for me the right way to think of the seed funding. We're going to have to, yes, we're going to have to wrap up now. Francois Fenter, don't forget if it's all confusing, just Google Goethe Institute, G-O-E-T-H-E, Goethe Institute, GPS, and uh, you will find it coming up. Thank you very much. www.goethe.de backslash GPS. Thank you, Nikki. Thank you, Francois Fenter. I'm going to end off with Skubu, a track featuring other recipients, uh, Madala Kunene and Temba Mokwena. It's off their album, Durban Poison at Last. And don't forget that you're not going anywhere. The World Show with Nikki B. Every Sunday from 6 to 9 p.m. on Kaya 959.